kick out the jams, motherfuckers. This is Wayne Kramer from the MC5, and you're listening to Rock and Roll Archaeology. Pantheon Podcasts presents Deeper Digs in Rock, part of the Rock and Roll Archaeology Project. Music, culture, technology, and rock and roll. Now, on with the show. And I don't want to hold her down. Don't want to break her crown when she says, let's go, diggers. Hello, hooray, it's another edition of Deeper Digs in Rock, and I am your humble host, Christian Swain, the rock and roll archaeologist. Okay, quick bit of business. Um, got another new show for you to uh, check out. It's called I'm in Love with That Song, and it is hosted by Brad Page. Each episode of I'm in Love with That Song podcast takes one of Brad's favorite songs and dives deep into listening to all the nuances that make it a great song. You may be unfamiliar with some of these songs, while others, you yeah, you probably heard them a million times. But I bet uh, if everyone listens closely, uh, everyone can discover something new. Of course, there's no definitive answer to what makes a great song. Um, beauties in the ear of the beholder, as Brad likes to say. Um, these are just some of his personal favorites, but he hopes you love these songs too. And I think after listening and discovering a few new things on the secret sauces used in making these tracks, um, it might make you a believer as well. Brad Page is a musician and has been playing for over 40 years, and he considers rock and roll his religion, uh, don't we all? Uh, not a bad club if you have to join only one, uh, you know, uh, so uh, I, I'm i sold. Uh, I, uh, I'd i sit in that pew, put it that way. Okay, he, he's been devouring music since before he picked up a guitar and considers himself you know, a fan first, uh, like a lot of us. He's got thousands of CDs and albums, uh, a library of books on rock music and a collection of music related DVDs, uh, and he has over 20 guitars, so he's quite uh, an aficionado when it comes to the uh, six-string. And once he discovered there was such a thing as rock and roll podcasts, who knew, uh, he became an avid listener. After a year or two of listening to uh, many of these great podcasts, he decided to start his own. So here we are. Go check out I'm in love with that song, yes, named after Alex Chilton by The Replacements, on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Uh, one other quick bit uh, is a shout-out to new Patreon member Joe Orachowski. Um, He is our hero this week, coming in with a $5 pledge. Big, huge thank you, Joe, from everyone at Pantheon Podcasts. You have helped to keep the lights on and the presses running. Well, actually, yeah, covering some electronic expenses like storage costs, uh, you know, things like that. But, hey, because of that, we keep getting more and more listeners for our shows. We really thank you. A great problem to have, but regardless... A problem nonetheless, right? So let's hear it for Joe Orofchowski, everyone. You too can help us here at Pantheon by heading over to our Patreon page and becoming a rock and roll patron yourself. It's Patreon 
facebook.com backslash rock and roll podcast. Okay, that's the news and business diggers on to the show. good one for you today uh, but you'll have to indulge me and pay close attention here so last month i had the extreme pleasure of meeting and interviewing one of the most original rock and roll acts i've seen in ages um the who uh, they are called and they are from the mongolian steps that's h-u not w-h-o so i got to sit down with the four primary players in the band Gala and Enkosh, who play the traditional Moran Ku'ur, or horsehead fiddle. Temka, who plays the traditional Tova Shu'ur, or it's like a lute-like instrument. And Jaya, who plays the jaw harp, flute, and traditional Tusur, uh, which is a fluted instrument as well. And then uh, all uh, but Temka uh, throat sings. So the throat singing, yeah. <laughs> that is extraordinary. Let me put it this way. I asked them to teach me uh, and attempted a weak imitation until Gala took over. You'll hear the results and try to stay in your seat when that occurs. Uh, the tape's pretty wild, but it still compels in comparison to actually hearing it live. Um, now, the guys don't speak much English, so the interview was conducted with their interpreter, Tuga, who helped uh, put the interview together for us as well. Big shout out to uh, Tuga. So we did this uh, just about an hour before showtime. And, and uh, you know, I only had a few minutes with uh, the four of them. I, I actually got to spend more time than at first uh, thought. Um, but given the process of me asking a question, Tuga making the translation, the answer back, and then Tuga giving me the answer, uh, we've done a fair amount of editing here. Uh, in the end, uh, that got us down to about 15 minutes, and you all know how I can go for well over an hour. So it is what it is. But, um, you know, we had a great time, and, and I got some good info out of the four main players um, just before they hit the stage. And then we saw the show, and I'm telling you, it was awesome and wild. Great crowd where the energy was super high in anticipation, and when the Who hit the stage, the crowd just chanted their name um they played for a good 90 minutes and rocked the house uh worth a serious see if you get a chance if they they show up near you i highly recommend it one last thing 
is uh, that they are accompanied by a three-piece uh, standard rock band, you know, drums, bass, guitar, along with a percussionist. Um, so lots of sound and helps create the traditional Mongolian music with a Western rock and roll bent. Um, like I said at the top, it is something new to be heard and felt. Okay, let's get to it. Ladies and gents, I give you Gala, Temka, Jaya, and Enkush. The Who. Welcome to Deeper Digs in Rock, The Who. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good, 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 good. good, good. <laughs> Excited you got, I think you got this show and one more, and then you go home after uh, a long tour yes, for yes. about a month, <laughs> and then you, you start it back up again, right? Yeah. So, all right, first let me say that hearing uh, a new sound in rock and roll is highly unusual these days. So my first question has to be, is the band the first to incorporate heavy rock elements together with traditional Mongolian musical traditions? And if so, why did it take so long for rock and roll to make it to the steps? Uh, I don't know why it uh, took so long, but uh, for us, it's all, uh, idea started with our producer Dashka nine years ago. He got this idea and started researching and doing some experiments. And for uh, uh, for the band, we're uh, in 2016 with our producer Dashville, We started uh, our few songs, and uh, and by doing so, we found our own sound. Yeah. So it just it just happened that way. Basically, is is how it is. It just came when it when it decided to come. That. So uh, explain the term uh, Hunu rock to our fans, the diggers. <laughs> The Hindu rock is a uh, uh, modern, is uh, ancient, and uh, Western is Eastern, and it's uh, we uh, this rock has its own tuning and uh, playing style and instruments, which includes Mongolian modern core, uh, Mongolian guitar tosher, and uh, 
absorb and tumor core, and the most importantly, uh, throat singing. Right. And, and right. our uh, 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 <coughs> traditional instrument music actually has in rock elements in it, and we've been our instances have been playing it for over thousands of years. Yeah, so the I, I believe the uh, Morinkur is a horsehead fiddle, right? Yes. And uh, the Tovashur is a Mongolian guitar, yeah. right? And the Tumorkur is a jahar, jahar right? Yeah. Right. And then it's the throat singing. Okay, yeah. the throat singing's the coolest thing out yeah. there. Yeah. So can you teach me how to throat? Mongolian throat sing. Yeah. Can I try? Okay, that'll take me a little bit to learn. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. So uh, while, while you do have the backing band of, of uh, electric bass, drums, and electric guitar, uh, like we said, you incorporate these instruments. And each of you plays one of those instruments, right? The, uh, uh, the horse head fiddle, uh, the, the Mornenkur, the, the Tovashur, the Mongolian guitar, and the Timakur. And then which one's the singer? Well, uh, in in every everybody, yeah. To, to, so, is it harmonic? Is it do you you sing harmonies? Harmony So yeah, it's, it's not exactly a harmony, but uh, the uh, for example, a balance is like a bit lower uh, throat singing and. I sing in the middle, you <coughs> sing in uh, the high registers, and the tempo is a backing vocals. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so all of you do sing. It's not. It's not actual harmonies, but you work together uh, to create the, the sound, and yeah. you're kind of the lead singer. Right, right. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about the first uh, taste of international success. Um, I think it was about a year ago that the Who burst onto the scene with the video Wolf Totem. Uh, now with over twenty million uh, views on YouTube, uh, were you guys surprised by uh, the world embracing the the Who new sound? Okay. Uh, Yes, of course, uh, uh, as any other artist, we expected some kind of success, and that's why we worked hard, like, for example, uh, to make our first uh, uh, music video. We, we, we traveled over 5,000 kilometers in Western Mongolia off-roads for uh, filming it took, uh, almost three weeks, mm -hmm. and they were so hard, you know, like, uh, we, there were days we uh, hiked up to the mountain with our gears, you know, because there's no road to get there. And uh, yes, uh, we expected some kind of a success because we uh, put into so much work into uh, mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, the reality exceeded our expectations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a little. It's a, I'm sure it's a little surprising, but a great surprise, right? Yeah. Right. All right. So why why Wolf Totem is the first song chosen, and can you share with us the the story of the lyrics? Okay. Yeah, uh, that Wolf Totem. 
The first one was UAE, 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 UAE uh, was the first, okay. Yeah, yeah. and then we released uh, World Time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so give me, uh, uh, you know, an explanation of either UAE, UAE, or uh, Wolf Totem uh, as the, what the lyrical content okay. is about. Uh, mm -hmm. Or Shun Shu, that's another uh, Wolf Totem is actually, uh, uh, we're inspired by uh, this uh, <coughs> Mongolian war cry, uh, old war cry, and, uh, and also it's, it's from actually, uh, uh, from a movie, uh, uh, 1945, which was actually a uh, Mongolian prince uh, lived in the uh, 15th century. Uh -huh. And the, uh, the lyrics are saying, like, the general idea is like, a, a, you can be anybody, you know, body, you know, if you bring uh, a, a fight to me, I will accept it yeah. and I will come up as a winner. And the idea is we're not uh, inspiring people to fight each other and stuff. The idea is uh, giving uh, people, you know, power, inner power, you know, like inside the, themselves, inside, you know, the weak, mm -hmm. the inner warrior up and uh, be strong and face the uh, mm -hmm. challenges. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, now that you have your first full album uh, called uh, Gadig, 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 um, uh, released back in September, uh, and now a world tour, uh, the name Gadig, I, I think it's from uh, uh, the Mongol Empire diplomatic papers. Is that, oh, yeah. is, is that right? So this is your uh, calling card to the world to allow you guys to you know, yeah, a passport yeah, to, yeah. to the world here. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, now, it's not surprising that you guys uh, wrote a song uh, that pays homage to the great Mongolian leader of the 13th century, uh, Genghis Khan. Uh, how did that come about? And I mean, that seems to be a tentpole in, on the album. Uh, you guys made a video of, of the great uh, Genghis Khan, yeah? So, uh, yeah. Is it Genghis? Genghis Khan. Chinggis Ha. Chinggis Ha. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. That's good. So, uh, Tanusin get a Chinggis Ha. Yeah, um, Chinggis Ha song, you know, like, uh, here, uh, everybody knows uh, the Chinggis Ha. It's like, uh, it's a so, well-known so figure years. in history. Yeah, so yeah. many, but it's, the, uh, the, the, the world is sometimes, you know, uh, the, the only one side of Genghis Khan for as the a conqueror, like, conqueror yes. uh, warrior, mm -hmm. but there's uh, so much to him. And uh, uh, in my our uh, country, uh, he's revered as our founding father of the uh, country, and we have a lot of respect for him. Same here, so, much respect. I, I'm familiar with the the Genghis the, Khan uh, yeah. story, and it it's amazing, exactly. absolutely amazing. So that's the reason, you know, we uh, made this song. You know, as you asked. Uh, Genghis Khan, but it's not Genghis. It's Genghis Khan. You Genghis know, we Khan. we want to uh, tell our story and true story, mm -hmm. and how how visionary man he was. You know how uh, he brought so many inventions to this world. Mm -hmm. So you yeah. can hear uh, that from uh, from. It's a very positive song. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's not about blood and warfare and things like that. It's 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 not. It's about. Uh, uh, like the creation of the, the people and the nation and, mm -hmm. and it's pretty extraordinary 
uh, story of what he was able to accomplish in his lifetime, the largest empire uh, of all time in a single lifetime. It's pretty extraordinary. So I have to ask you guys, uh, how many of you can ride a horse and shoot a bow and arrow at full speed? As, as Mongolians, uh, we can all ride horses, and right. everybody. Maybe so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody can ride, and especially uh, me and inclusion. We grew up in countryside. You did. Uh, uh, we we had more experiences, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you know. I, I wouldn't uh, just uh, yeah. Because that. <laughs> I mean, that is the the secret weapon that the the, the Mongol uh, Empire had was oh, the, the light horse. Uh, the ability to to shoot it just it changed history because of that uh, that that ability uh, out there. Okay, so now according to genetics geneticists, one in two hundred men on the planet is directly related to Genghis Khan. Uh, are all of you related to him? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're not exactly sure, but somehow we related. Like for for me, uh, I'm related. We're all related. We're all related uh, uh, out there. Um, uh, so, how have audiences been reacting to the live material? How have audiences been reacting to the live material? Yeah, uh, the reactions of the people, uh, the fans, been amazing, and you know, like even before we get on the stage, you know, even the, even though we're uh, who, the first time who, here, everybody's who? doing chanting who who, as if we were uh, like a well-known band, being around so many years, and after the concert, listening uh, as live, you know, I see in light in people's eyes, and fi- they found something, you know, it's, you know amazed you know like uh, the face expressions it's just a uh, priceless mm-hmm. any particular shows uh, stand out for you guys yeah. uh, o- over the, uh, the tour? aftershock and aftershock festival in sacramento and because we were uh in a, on a small stage in the second band mm-hmm. and when we get on the uh, uh stage i couldn't believe how many people they were it was just thousands of people even the last song we're playing and people are still running and when they uh like thousands of people just together just chanting who who and it's just powerful yeah, yeah. So this is the the second to the last date in your American tour. What 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 are your guys' thoughts about America? When we were doing our first tour in Europe, uh, it was just amazing. All sold out, and the reactions were so great. And we were just concerned, you know, like when we were coming to the uh, to the Americas, and we were like, uh, can we do it again in America? Will Will they feel the yeah, same way yeah. as these Europeans? The expectation, you know. Yeah. Then when we got here and it was just the same, you know, everybody, maybe, you know, like it's just the sold out shows, you know, like uh, chanting and uh, after uh, three months of like uh, 
almost 60 to uh, shows, you know. 60 dates. 60 days, yeah. In we, America. We, we yeah. say, you know, it, it's, just, it's nothing uh, short of amazing. And mm. uh, we're so excited to come back years to come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, what did you guys think when your song Black Thunder ended up on the latest Star Wars video game? When the Star Wars we're super happy, uh, you know, like because uh, growing up, you know, like ever since we were born, you know, like with Star Wars, a huge thing, and playing the game and stuff. Uh, today, we're actually in it, and uh, it, it's a good film. <laughs> do do you, any of you guys play video games? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get the answer right there. Oh, that must be really exciting then to hear your song as you're, hey, what's this? Right, 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 right. All right, it looks like you guys get a break and head home uh, for a month of rest before heading uh, back to the road uh, in Europe. Uh, will you be doing more recordings during the break? Yeah. Definitely, you know, we're going back home, but we need to rest, and also we're, we're working on our second album, too, and there were so many things going on, you know, was so much things that didn't planned, and yeah, definitely we'll uh, record. record. Yeah, it's a it's a, an unusual place where you guys are at. Uh, you know, you're, it's this first taste of huge international success, and, um, you know, uh, there's just so much to do and not enough time, so... You guys need to get as much rest as possible, but we want to hear more Who recordings. Uh, Gala, uh, Enkush, Jaya, Temka, uh, thanks so much for oh, thank being you. with You're us. On thank, you. Yeah. thank you so much. for the who amazing guys gala temka jaya and enkush and of course our host tuga big thanks and thank you for giving me that feeling of hearing a new sound um for the first time
I think that is what I want to add to the end today, um, is the lament that what once was a common occurrence, uh, a new sonic palette, some some new sound, um, is is rare in rock and roll today. And I, and it's hard. I, I get it. it the, the world is much smaller than 50 years ago when a band from Liverpool added the sitar to their music and heads literally exploded. You know, we live in a world today where anything and everything is at your fingertips. So discovery is easy from a couch. You know, we're back in the day. You had to go out and find something new or it found you. What That was it. Those were the only two choices. You know, I, I think of Paul Simon in South Africa or Pete Townsend checking out the Moog booth at the Monterey Pop Festival in 67. But that is incredibly hard today because the world is so small. And that is because music has made such an impact over the last 60 years. It was such a huge part of life that explorers crisscrossed the globe to find something different to make their sonic palettes unique to their competition. Well, the globe has been covered and presented. Um, there are no new undiscovered countries. Uh, or has it? Um, that's what a Who show will do for you. I just wonder if there aren't a few other pockets still waiting to be explored and incorporated into this music. Well, we will see, I guess. Um, all right. Next week, we are going with another newer music a man here. Uh, his moniker is Gold Room, but real name is Josh Legg, and he's a hotshot DJ and EDM master. He makes uh, California-inspired chill beats. Um, Los Angeles-based since 2011. Uh, the band is a bit of a collective. And the interesting thing is that they do recreate their mostly electronic music live on stage. He also is a wealth of information on the music business of the last decade where, you know, disruption and changes were abound. Uh, we talk a lot about how to make it in the music business. I, I, I wasn't sure how this was going to go, but I can tell you the discussion is well worth it. And I became a big fan of his music. Um, so come on back for that one. Okay, one last thing on The Who. Uh, let me take us out uh, with a remixed version of their hit, Wolf Totem. And tagging along is uh, Jacoby Shaddix from Papa Roach uh, singing the, uh, the original lyrics in English. It's a, a great crossover that proves The Who are getting big-time attention. Okay, until next week, I'm going to go work on my throat singing while you all keep up the rockin'.
Deeper Digs in Rock, produced and hosted by Christian Swain. All sound design and incidental music by Busy Signal Studios. Find all of our shows, notes, social, and links at www.pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you listen to great podcasts. All songs can be found for purchase on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please purchase these great and important tracks. Find us on Facebook at The RNRAP. We are on Instagram at RNR Archaeology. Tweet us at RNR Archaeology. <laughs>